episode of Cheese and Chowder, the RML podcast. As always with you today is me, Cheese, and your boy Chowder. Mr. Chowder, how we doing today? It's been a few weeks. I'm, I'm feeling good, man. I'm excited. We are in playoffs already in season two in Madden 21 in November, early November. And uh, we're going to have a lot of spicy playoff matchups on the horizon I think. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Definitely uh, been another interesting season. Can't believe it's flying by already. I mean, already two seasons down and barely over two months, I think, since we basically gotten going with Madden 21. So, I mean, that's always excellent to see this pace keeping at, at basically at a record level right now. So, can't really complain there. Um, yeah, I mean, on the docket today, we got a nice, nice uh, ton of information and a ton of stuff to talk about. So, I mean, obviously, we're going to look at the playoff scenarios, um, you know, who won each division record record wise and the different battles for the wild card spots. And then um, we'll go through and just kind of wrap up the regular season and, and talk about what what we can expect for the playoffs and do our, our usual picks and predictions and spreads and all that fun stuff. So uh, nice cheese spread on the horizon. I know you guys are excited for that cheese spreads, man. Gonna have to new, trademark that. Yeah. Nice, nice new addition to RML. Yeah. The, so. the new annual, annual seasonal tradition of having a nice little, little spread of cheese. Um, all right, yeah, let's jump right into it. Let's talk about uh, some, uh, well, basically just season two. I mean, um, let's go through the divisions and and basically say what's what's been going on. So the AFC East, um, not, uh, that last season the division was um, pretty close for most of the season, actually, and came down to the wire at the end. Season two, uh, the Dolphins, Tillman has it wrapped up, clinches the AFC East, and he's got a playoff berth uh, in that tough AFC uh, conference in the playoffs. So he's going to have a nice little home game and definitely a, a much-needed uh, division title in season two for Tillman to get back on top. Yeah, just uh, Tillman doing Tillman things. I think, you know, we say this all the time, but – in the beginning of Madden cycle, we always he always tricks us into thinking that he's washed up and this isn't his Madden anymore. And then, lo and behold, season two, season two, and beyond comes around and he's at the top of the division, thirteen and two this year, with uh, one game left in week seventeen. Might have been played by now if you're listening to this. Um, last season, the Patriots took the division. Uh, Tillman got gets his revenge and uh, thirteen and two seals the deal. And he is locked up in a two seed, which we'll get to in a little bit later. Uh, just as a division, we're going to quickly 
briefly talk about each division as we go through these clinches. Uh, Patriots at nine and six. He's locked in the playoff spot now. Bills seven and eight with one game left in hand. Jets five and eleven. Anything stand out to you there? Um, not a whole lot. Uh, just probably more of what we expected. Actually, I feel like coming into Madden twenty one, um, those records resemble more of what I expected than last the first season. Uh, I think we all kind of thought Tillman would be the, the clear favorite. So jumping out the gate in season one, having, you know, uh, Roach really step up and be a, you know, a real big competitor in the AFC by winning that division was big. But yeah, I think Tillman's back in his rightful place. And I think he's set for the long haul. I think he's definitely starting to, to settle in and, and going to continue to prove his dominance. And I, I, I could easily see a deep playoff run this season. But, yeah, the rest of them, you know, decent showings. But, yeah, definitely a disappointment probably for the Bills and, and uh, Patriots this season. Agreed. Uh, All right. Move it. I, I, got it. I can do it. Go ahead. Uh, moving on, my home division, uh, the AFC West. The Las Vegas Raiders have clinched uh, the division at 12-3 and right now with uh, one game in hand. And uh, the Chargers have clinched the playoff spot. In the wild card spot, which we'll get to in a little bit later, at ten and five, and pending the resolution of the Kansas City and New York Giants game, it seems like Kansas City will be in. So three AFC West teams getting in the playoffs this year: uh, Raiders twelve and three, Chargers ten and five, Chiefs eight and seven, probably gonna be nine and seven, Broncos four and eleven. What's your thoughts? Because uh, you know I'm I'm living in this, so I don't want to speak to on too much. Yeah, I mean. I think that division, we kind of always thought it was going to be one of the better ones. It's definitely has some of the best competition and um, definitely the spiciest, you know, potential of rivalries and, and, you know, con contests and basically just, you know, bad blood. Um, so I don't think, I, I don't think it's delivered fully on that yet. I think there's still more to come, but there's definitely been some, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of spicy flavor in that, but yeah, I mean, Danny's still the top and he's proven it back to back years, but you, you know, made a huge turnaround this season, obviously, you know, using, getting more comfortable using Lamar and really developing your run game with Jacobs, who's, you know, really coming along and basically starting to look like a, almost an MVP type player. So yeah. <clears throat> well, well, and not to, I don't want to speak about myself too much, but not to toot my own horn. This was a very, very rough year for the Chargers as far as injuries go. Um, I lost Lamar for like four to six weeks. Jacobs was out for like eight weeks. Yeah. Um, I lost a lot of, Al Ronald Jones was out the first half of the year and then he got hurt again for like three more weeks. I, I had a couple of games, I had two running backs on my depth chart um, and I won a lot of those games. So I was very proud of the way the team kind of, you know, picked each other up. Easton Stick came up big as the backup quarterback, replacing Lamar. But, you know, that's enough for me. But Chargers are fully healthy, minus Braxton Berrios, who is out for the year. Um, so I'm hoping the Chargers can make a playoff run, but we'll get to that a little bit later. But a good year, good division, AFC West. Uh, I'm enjoying it. A lot of good competition. and We'll be sending three playoff teams. Sounds like uh, you have a nice case for uh, coach of the year or manager <laughs> of the year. I mean, be able to continue to win games with all his injuries. That's definitely 
definitely an improvement and a, a step in the right direction. So, yeah, man, I'm proud of you. That's uh, <laughs> a great year. I mean, more than I can say. So, well, well speaking but, of- but you did, but you did beat me. So, yeah, yeah. Well, technically, but yeah, I, mean, I think I think you were going I was, to disconnect. I was, yeah, I was playing pretty well, but so I do have that, you know, little one one or two little moments here and there. But and you know, I had to play you good because. I just I gotta beat my my rival now. I mean, we gotta continue it. Well, now we only get to play like you know, once or once a year maybe if that. Probably not. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I mean, you're in the playoffs. That's all you can say. Uh, you gotta make some stuff happen. But it's gonna be tough. AFC man, there are a lot of a lot of big dogs, and especially with Tillman and uh, Danny up there, it's gonna take a lot to. Uh, you know, make your make your statement this year again, like you like you did last year a couple times. So, but we'll see what happens. All right, let's jump over to the AFC North, my home division, and no surprise here, the best team in the league, once again, second straight year, the Cincinnati Bengals, and Mr. Sarv, the reigning, defending, undisputed, season one RML champion, has clinched AFC North very easily um with no competition from yours truly who is basically after the first five or six weeks pretty much gone in uh well we won't say tank mode because that's not something we should say but (laughs) but basically um but yeah i mean wasn't my year i knew it was gonna be tough because the schedule man my schedule this year was absolutely brutal so i mean i know you can't always blame on a schedule but yeah, compared to the first season, yeah, it was no joke. There, there were probably six or seven guys who were by far better than me, and I'm, you know, at least a decent player most of the time. So, yeah, that was a yeah. that was a rough season. But yeah, but Sarv continues to prove that he's the guy to beat, top dog, and um, you know, with, with the weapons he still has, you know, Brady for one more year, Kobe Dupree still the best back, at least the best weapon probably in the league and, you know, continued success on defense. I mean, the guy just, you know, but he did, he, every year he's got one, you know, interesting loss and he always, he always has one, but uh, yeah, but still the, the overall sum of the season has been, been a, a plus. Yeah. I think, I think we'll be talking about Sarv a lot more a little bit later this episode. Uh, but as far as the other three teams in the North, like, honestly, I feel like all three of you guys have a lot of potential to, like, this league is just filled with talent, top to bottom. Um, but, like, the thing is, I mean, somebody's got to lose, you know? Like, right. these divisions, like, these, some of these divisions have, like, 12 and 3, 10 and 5 teams in them, and, like, three teams above 500. Like, those losses, those wins have to be losses somewhere else, you know? So some divisions get pushed down, depending on the schedule and stuff. Um like Steelers, we have seen when he's played his games, and um, I know people have been questioning his, you know, I don't know, consistency, I guess. Uh, but he's had some good wins when, you know, and Steve yeah. seems like he's improving. Like I feel like he's doing better than he did last Madden. Um, yeah. With maybe even a, a tougher schedule than you than he had last year. Uh, but no, I, I think this that North isn't as bad as it shows on the standings this year. Yeah, I would agree with that. Steve and Angela have their moments um, of being able to compete and run with just about anybody. Um, definitely at, at times looking like 
top 15, top 10 players in this league. Um, but yeah, just like anyone else with what we always say is just being able to do it consistently in and out, which that's what makes you a top 10, top 15, top five player. And I'm not there. Steve's not there. Angelo's not there, but we're getting there. Um, I, I do see improvements from all of us. Definitely going to be interesting. I feel like we all beat each other up quite a bit. So there's going to be a lot of like, you know, splits between each of us. So that's not going to help any one of us and being able to kind of keep up with Sarv at the top. But wild cards are definitely always in play um, in the AFC. I mean, it is top heavy, but I feel like the wild cards, you know, right now we're going to have probably an eight and eight wild card team this year. So I don't think, you know, definitely all three of us have a shot at at least getting to eight and eight, nine and seven, maybe two, or, maybe two of us or even, you know, three of us have a good shot at competing mm-hmm. for that wild card spot every, at least every so often. So. Moving on to the AFC South, um, I've, I am very impressed by these two teams right here. So the Tennessee Titans have clinched AFC South and have clinched the four seed uh, for the playoffs, which is interesting. He secures home field, home field in that first game. Uh, we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, Ten and five right now with the game in hand. And the, the thing is, so you see Tennessee Titans, 10 and five. Sean Harper, you're like, okay, he's in a friendship division. You know, that's probably some easy wins. He's beaten the New England Patriots, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Seattle Seahawks. Those are all very quality wins. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he's no joke. He's not an elite talent. He, he lost to Danny 56 to nothing. But for where he was last Madden and where he is now, I am very impressed. And I, yeah, it seems like I'm going to be playing him in the first round. Uh, I'm not taking him lightly. But that's not the only story in AFC South. Indianapolis Colts. C-Cup 8-8, eight eight, finishes at 8-8. Eight eight. We're so close to a playoff spot. We could have been sending two playoff teams from the French friendship division. That's yeah. just... We, we, we didn't predict that. We, I, remember, I remember we said in one of the earlier podcasts that this is a team, this is a division we only attend one team every single year. It's going to be like 8-8, eight 9-7, and, eight, and, and just get wiped out. And they were so close to sending two teams to the playoffs. So that's pretty... Uh, good job, guys. C-Cup and Sean Harper showing a lot of improvement, showing that they want to get better. Um, and just a quick shout out, Jaguars, Motherlobe, uh, very underperforming. I think we predicted him to be at the top of this division preseason. Andy, 3 and 12, I think that's an improvement from last year. Um, I gotta look at the record, but overall, AFC South, not looking as bad as we thought it would. Yeah, I mean, the, the, consist- or the consistency is improving. I think we overestimated these guys a little bit. Um, I think, you know, the friendship division moniker. Might be a little too much. I mean, relative to most other divisions, I would say it still fits for the most part. But um, there's definitely, like like we always say, there's there's talent in this league, and even the, you know, even the worst of the best are still the really good or even better than most. So, you know, any given Sunday, like they say. So, I mean, there's definitely chances for for all these guys to really step up and and compete for you know, that sixth or seventh wildcard spot now that we have that extra one. I mean, it's, you know, it's just more reason to, you know, to go all in and really compete. And I feel like everyone is still super involved in, in team building and, you know, just playing their games all the time. So everyone's still enjoying it, at least even when you are losing, you know, it does suck. I can tell you that it's not nearly as fun, but you also, you know, this league itself, it makes it so fun. That's the whole point. Like, being in 
being in and knowing pe the people you're playing every time is is what makes it awesome. So yeah, it's really great to see, you know, some improvements year in and year out. Um, I don't know, you know, I, I feel like that division is definitely going to be one of those that is going to be kind of up and down. But the fact that Sean Harper's won back-to-back -back years is a really good sign. And like we said last year, he he's he's a different player. We have a few of those this year. And we'll talk about the other and one that's later. A good segue. That's a good segue right now. NFC we'll East. talk about it in a few seconds. <laughs> transitioning to NFC East. Going to a different conference. The Philadelphia Eagles at 9-7. and seven. Irish Lightning. Man. This is the story of RML in Madden 21 so far. By far. He, he was bottom of the barrel every single year last year. Like, league bum. Nobody thought of anything. I played him this year, and I lost him, like, week three, week four. And I'm like, damn, that was a really bad loss. I don't know how I lost that. But he went on to beat some quality competition, and he finishes at first in the division at nine and seven. And he, he's been playing well, like I said. Like, I think he might be able to do, win a game in the playoffs. Um, just what a story. Uh, I don't think we, we didn't predict, predict this at all. I think we picked every other team except him. Um, man, I, I just can't say enough words about him. Nine and seven. Kung finishes at seven and eight. Vic with five and ten. And Han, five and eleven after all that talk. Yeah, I mean, if you look at that total division record, it's actually in the similar area era or area as um, the AFC South. So, I mean. Not a lot of high-level performers this year. Um, Kunk, I believe, I mean, feels like a disappointment from last year and and in general. But I, I we've mean, already talked about that. He lost a tendy. That's a yeah, that, yeah. I mean, basically season over. Um, I mean, but we are we've already talked about how Kunk is definitely probably one of the most up. And he's right there with you know Vic and a few others that are really up and down players that you know you can't really anticipate how good or bad they're going to be one year to the next um but yeah irish man that it's it really has been incredible to see the development and um it it really did come out of nowhere like and sean harper too i mean these both of them to me at least they did come out of nowhere like i never would have seen those two guys being you know uh c competing year in and year out for playoff spots and even division titles now for both of them this year. Um, and I don't think anyone else did either, because if you look at, we even did like a little survey at the end of, of Madden 20, and we had, uh, you know, who do you expect to make a turnaround? I don't even know if they were on the list. Um, like it was, you know, Han and a few others, um, you know, and some of those have gotten worse or not nearly done as well as as Irish and, and um, Sean. So. Yeah, big big ups to these guys. Plus, I feel like both of them have been super involved in the, the, the chat and like mm -hmm. are really getting into the league more than more than most and more than you know. I think that kind of goes hand in hand. I feel like they started building confidence in the game and now they're starting to like you know feel good about where they are and they, they actually feel like they fit in. Just pretty cool to see. Yeah, definitely. I love to see it. the best story, and this is what makes the league awesome. Um, seeing those type of people, everybody being accepted, uh, whatnot. Well, you know, to an extent. Uh, but now nah, I'm excited to see what he does in playoffs. Moving on to MC West. Speaking of playoffs, we have we have our first tiebreaker situation here, a division that is not clinched. Um, 
49ers are sitting at the top right now at eight and seven. Seahawks are one game behind at seven and eight. So it gets interesting here. 49ers play the Green Bay Packers this year uh, in Week 17. They, these games might have happened already if you're listening to this. We're just, you know they haven't played yet when we're recording this, so we're going, you know, what we know. Uh, so 49ers versus Packers, Seahawks versus the Cardinals. Uh, the Seahawks versus Cardinals is kind of more important. Uh, well, not only because Beast Mode has to win, but because that's a divisional game. If Beast Mode wins and 49ers loses, they'd be tied at 8-8, eight and eight, but that divisional win versus Arizona pushes the Seahawks to 5-1 and one in the division, and the 49ers are sitting at 4-2 and two in the division. So with a win with Seattle and a loss to San Francisco, the Seahawks will win the NFC West, eliminating the 49ers from playoff contention. On the other hand, all 49ers need to do is beat the Packers or have the Seahawks lose to the Cardinals, and the 49ers will clinch and eliminate the Seahawks. So it's a pretty simple tiebreaker there. Not too complicated. Yeah. Um, so Shane is in the driver's seat, and that's because the records, uh, he just needs to win, and then Seahawks what? can't catch up. He wins or he needs a Seahawks in. loss, too. No, Shane is because he'd be nine and seven, and Beast Mode could only reach eight and eight. And like eight and eight. Okay, so his, uh, Niners is winning in, but uh, Beast Mode has the tiebreaker if they are tied. Mm-hmm. Is what you're saying. Okay. And then, okay, so Niners is still in the driver's seat. Just needs he controls his own destiny. But um, so yeah, Beast Beast needs some help to get in. He needs the Packers to beat the Niners. That's that'd be a pretty interesting Week Seventeen game for those two. And, three, really. and um, well, hopefully Beast Mode's game works and he can play his game. Um, yeah. And then as far as seeding, like, we're kind of just like crossing paths here. Um, 49ers, if they win, they'd be 9-7. and seven. They'd be tied with the, with the Eagles. As far as I see it, I'm pretty sure the Eagles will have the tiebreaker for that. Um, so it looks like 49ers. It looks like the winner of the NFC West will be the four seed. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, sure. Just food for thought. Uh, rest yeah. of NFC West, Los Angeles Rams at five and ten. Uh, Arizona Cardinals at two and thirteen. I mean, what the hell happened in Arizona, man? Yeah, I'm not really sure because it's not even a case where he's not playing his games or anything. It really is just he's taking the nosedive. Um, but, yeah. but, I not was to interrupt, not to interrupt you here, but yeah, I just this is shocking. So remember preseason where like Bruce with all his weapons, his quarterback, you know, that wide receiver keeper he has. And yeah. just Bruce being offensive minded. Would you believe this? He is 32nd in the league in points scored, 32nd in rushing yards, 22nd in passing yards, 31st in total yards on wow. offense. Yeah, that there's is a, surprising. There's a problem. There's a I mean, problem. we're talking about, I mean, it, honestly, this is like if we're talking the biggest shock, you know, is in, in a good way, being Irish. Def, I mean, there's no question Bruce is definitely the biggest disappointment so far. I mean, you know, we hate to talk about it, but, you know, it's just that's just straight facts. Uh, like the fact that he was n- there's no question about it. He, he was a top five, if not a top three offensive player in Madden 20. N- you can't argue that he was. And maybe it was due to his weapons. Maybe he I mean, he definitely had a system that worked. I mean, he was a pass heavy team with extremely good receivers like the real Steelers 
um, with a great, good quarterback. I mean, but I'm not sure if it's just, uh, I mean, obviously there is some differences to the game. So it has, there has been some changes, but most of the people who are, were top five, top 10, especially on offense last Madden are back there pretty quickly this Madden, when you say, I mean, I feel like yeah, there's I th- not really I th- anyone that is dropped off like that. And I think that shows in the the stats. So well, before I get to that stat, like if you look, but really, if you look at his wide receivers, it's really Dwayne Davis. Uh, is that a real guy? Or is that? Um, um, I feel Dwayne like that Davis. might. Is that Dwayne, nice? No, I, I thought no, I might have maybe drafted him. Maybe. Uh, uh, maybe. I think you might have drafted him. Dwayne Davis is his top receiver, 1,200 yards. And then Brandon Ayuk from the real-life 49ers has 700 yards. It's just really nobody that impressive looking at just the names. I got to look at the stats. But anyways, the bigger thing is quarterback. Jordan Love is his starting quarterback, mm-hmm. which is fine. He's fine. 25, touchdown, too. Tw- 25 touchdowns this year. Okay, that's you know below average. Here it comes. He's, he's taken 51 sacks, and he's thrown... 53 interceptions. Yeah. I mean, there go. that's 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 the likely story with literally anyone who's struggling on offense. I mean, that's going to be – I mean, if you can't complete passes, you're going to be throwing picks. I mean, that's basically how it works in Madden. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is interesting to just to see the fall. I wonder if he will ever kind of get it back or if it's just going to be the new Bruce, just like Bundy is, you know – bad now too i mean i feel like both of them were at least competitive at times last madden so uh, i think i think bundy ever, might turn it yeah. around if we do a, a, a podcast before next season predictions i think bunny might be my pick to turn it around oh, we so anyways uh next up we hold have top hold on i just wanted to say one more thing um i do think that the 49ers and the seahawks i mean it seems like they're going to be battling it out um if you had to pick who was who, who of the two from now on is going to win the most division titles for the rest of um, Madden 21? You know, this is tough because I actually haven't really seen them play too much. Like, I haven't watched any of their streams, and I haven't like, I haven't played against either of them, I don't think. Um, yeah, obviously, Beast Mode's in a weird situation with not playing his games with the, you know, yeah, Madden we'll issue. Say, we'll but we'll he's played most of the games on if, he, if he plays. Uh, yeah, so it's been hard to get a read on him. Those issues, like, yeah. I like I honestly I'm not really impressed by either of them. Like yeah. they, I feel like they both have some bad losses, and like they don't they haven't really won any games and expect them to win. So like I feel like they both like I think eight and eight is a perfect record for both of them, which they might end up at. Like so I, we I think have, we're we gonna see three divisions. There's about three divisions now that don't have like a clear favorite like top dog, and we talked about them in all three of them in a row. But sorry, go ahead. No, that's. I think that's a good. You know, obviously shows that there's parity in the league, even with the trading divisions and stuff. Um, but yeah, 49ers Seahawks. I, I, I think honestly, I think we see similar situations like this. I don't even think I could pick one. Um, it is I, tough. I, I would say just based because even if you go based on last year, neither of them were like that consistently good either. Like, I think Beast had a you know better defense and you know had the better potential, but I never feel like he really got to that potential. And same with Shane. He, you know, he had moments. He had, he always has great teams. Like that's the thing. I, he's a great team builder and he, he's good at, you know, building up and gathering good players, but just winning with them in general, I feel like it's just hasn't really clicked and happened. So 
I, I don't know if I could pick one. I feel like it might just be a split. Like, you know, I don't know if it's even number of seasons, just divided by two, and that's how many each of them is going to win. And maybe throw in a, you know, a Snorts or a, or a Bruce yeah. win. Well, I wouldn't be surprised by that. Yeah. Like, the, well, I don't want to waste too much time speaking on these guys. Um, this is for another podcast, but I, I think, you know, we'll see. I, I We'll save that discussion for another day. Um, moving on, because this is about, this is about the playoff thing. Everybody wants to know, yeah. about, know about the playoff prediction. I, okay? I know. Okay. So, we'll talk about the NFC North. Uh, I'll, I'll do the tiebreaker situation. So yeah, It is the most interesting tiebreaker ever. Yeah. Here we go. So, um, Weasel and Mickey are currently sitting atop the NFC North uh, with the Packers and Lions behind them. Um, but right now, it's really just focused on the Vikings and the Bears. Um, so each team, well, right now, we, as of this recording, uh, Weasel is 13-3 and three and Mickey is 12-3. and three. Is that correct? And we're uh, waiting on a Mickey win. Oh, no, sorry. But but make, Mickey, Mickey's 13-3 and three right now because he just beat Washington, which right. is important. And pending. then Bears, 12-3, and three, pending a win versus Steelers, which is not as much of a lock as you would sure. think, in my opinion. So that's the situation for the schedule. Um, as far as what the tiebreaker situation is and who needs what to win. So obviously if, if Weasel loses, then Mickey clinches the division. That's, that's a given. And he will have, um, would it be the two seed? Does Tillman have the, they, they, no, uh, BOD has the one seed. Oh, two seed, two seed goes to the winner NFC North. Yes. Oh, okay. So, um, so that'll be the two seed. So it's not that important because it's not going to be a buy. Um, but it isn't, you know, it's still, I mean, it's the division. That's the key. I mean, obviously, you don't want you, you would rather win a division and play a, a worse team. Well, it, it's important because it you avoid BLD for the second round. True. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, there's no, there'd be no way that you could. You, I mean, eventually, you might have to face him in the championship unless. But it, it buys you another round, though. Right, but you also might be facing a pretty decent team. Yeah, I mean, that, that's know. another another conversation is how deep the wildcard teams are, but we'll get to that. Yeah. In a second. Well, and then if you lose, whoever loses this tiebreaker, also keep in mind it's probably going to be facing Shane or. Uh, so it, it might be better in a way. Yeah, it might be better to lose because you're going to be the five seed playing the four seed, and then and then you'll be playing probably the two seed again. So most likely, you're, these two are just going to be playing each other again, unless well, I guess there's a whole bunch of situations. That uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. But yeah, anyway, the tiebreaker is like this. They've split the, the the series in the regular season one to one. So they each won one during the regular season. They each have a division record of five and one pending. This is all assuming that they end up tied at thirteen and three. Um, so assuming that Weasel beats Angelo and the Steelers in Week Seventeen. And in the common games, which would be the third, um, the next, the third step in the tiebreaker. Um, they each have the same record in their common games. Um, and again, this is all depending on week 17 win for a weasel. Um, so now we're in the fourth tiebreaker and that would be the strength of victory. And this actually does have a winner and that would be the Chicago bears, the Chicago bears, have strength of victory. Uh, their strength of victories are the same because they have all besides one opponent each because they have, you know, they play the same teams 
Um, actually, you know what? This is incorrect. I just realized this. They're not going to no, have because, the exact no, same because wins. They're, they did what they happened. The same wins over the same people, um, though. We have, we have to look at that. <laughs> I did look at uh, this. Is, it gets complicated, people. It does. As you see. We, uh, we think, honestly, we might not be right. We don't know for sure. And now, and now I'm talk, we're talking it out on air, so you're, you're going to get this. No, no, because what, what happened, they, they, in the Commons games, right? Yeah. They both lost to Cincinnati. Okay. Right? So that's their one loss in Commons games. The wins. They just count the wins and the number of uh, wins that the team they beat has. That's basically what you need to do. But we're, we're not doing that right now. I don't know. But, it, would, it would be <laughs> the Common games, if they beat the same teams and lost to the same teams, right, in Common games. Common games, they mean they play the same teams. And they've well, all, the they all beat the other team in the common games, except beat the same teams except one. Okay, yeah. So, yes, okay. it, so it, works. it works because yes. they've won most of them. Okay, so we're good. All right, so sorry about that. The, uh, the Bears have a tiebreaker in strength of victory um, because of their win over the Giants, um, who is 7-8 and eight and pending another uh, game, Week 17, but it doesn't matter. Um, and the Vikings, uh, only other victory that the Bears doesn't have is against the Redskins, or sorry, the Washington football team. Um, the, London and, Mar- L- the London Monarchs now. Yes. Yeah, whatever, whatever the team name is. Yeah, soon to be ex-football team. Um, and the, the football team is 5-11, and 11, so they can't, um, you know, that, that's where the tiebreaker comes from, at least from what we, we know and what yeah. the NFL website shows. We could be wrong. How it works. Yeah, we don't know for sure. It's not going to matter because they both have clinched a playoff berth. It's not that big a deal, but just for seeding purposes, of course. So we're we're declaring Bears the winner if, if he yep. wins. If he wins, so Bear, so Boisel is a, a win and in situation against the Steelers Week 17. Again, this may have already gotten played by the time you hear it. If so, congratulations to whoever won. <laughs> um, all right, let's go ahead and jump to uh, the wild card or the NFC South. Yep. Um, you have something else to say, or are you? No, Packers line is kind of the same. But well, Packers, another situation this year of Packers going one in five in the division. Yeah, and I see well, six and nine total right record. One six and nine total. One record. eleven. Something like that. Two years. Yeah, yeah that's, I think that's he was zero and six last year. So did he finally beat Dog once? I think so. I believe so. I need other two. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we'll it's gonna be tough one. Podcast. So what was his overall record? Um, six and nine right now. I've got one more game left. So, so uh, yeah, seven and nine. So, so over five hundred against everyone but the NFC yeah. North. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, NFC South. NFC South is very interesting. Let's get to that. All right. So NFC South. You go ahead and I mean, the, the, well, all of you know the New Orleans Saints have clinched the NFC South and so also the, the one seed. Uh, NFC South is yes the Saints predictable one seed clinched the division. Uh, Buccaneers. So this is actually a good segue. I'm just gonna go right into the wild card after we talk about the South. Um, Buccaneers 11 and four right now. They got a game against Tendi left, and uh, which will Tendi is an interesting story too. Uh, Panthers 11 and five. How about that? Doe coming around, finally making the playoffs. I think Doe's a good story here too. Uh, he struggled heavily last year. He struggled earlier this year, and uh, after that suspension he got, he turned it around. He found a new gem of a running back. Uh, mm-hmm. The rookie he drafted in the fourth round, um, so eleven and five bucks, eleven and four. So it's interesting here. Tendy, we got to give Tendy a shout out here. 
three and twelve, three more wins than he did last year, uh, and the three wins are pretty impressive. Uh, he, he beat Snorts in the fourth win. We're not going to count that. So two wins of Tendi talent. Uh, beat Kunk week sixteen. I don't know if Kunk's tanking, tanking or what, but impressive nonetheless. Biggest win is versus Patriots week two. Tendi yeah. beat a playoff team. How about that? Um, yeah. And Tendi yeah. apparently is very motivated to try and beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in week 17. And that comes into play here in the wild card spot. So three, we got three wild card spots in the NFC, right? Five, six, seven seed. Five mm-hmm. seed will go to the loser NFC North, as we talked about. All right, so that's locked in. Loser NFC North is the five seed. Right. Now, the six seed will be between the Bucks and the Panthers. And I believe the Panthers have the tiebreaker with the Bucks if the Bucks lose to Tendi because a division record. Actually, I know he has tiebreaker because a division record. So if Ricky Bobby loses a Tendi, then Panthers will be the sixth seed. Buccaneers will be the seventh seed. And I'm, I mean, that changes things because that changes whether you play Weasel most likely, mm-hmm. you get the seventh seed, or Irish Lightning, who who we're not you know putting down. But I think <laughs> probably rather play Irish than Weasel. No offense, Irish. Um, so, you know, I, I think if you're Ricky Bobby, you you, you definitely don't want to choke against Tendi here and lose that sixth seed. So the seeding is pretty much locked in um, as far as that goes. So there you go. There you have it. Your playoff teams, Saints, Bears, Eagles, 49ers, or Seahawks, depending on that game, Vikings, Buccaneers, and Panthers. And we'll get into the matchups. Uh, we can do matchups now if you want after we talk about well, NFC. I just want to say bit. a couple things. Um, so not a lot of not a whole lot of drama in the NFC than just uh, as far as you know last minute bursts. I mean, it seems like everyone's basically wrapped up going into Week 17. So not a huge. It's just about seeding and, and different you know spots and things like that. Um, you know, aside from the tie breaking situation in the NFC North, really not a whole lot of drama uh, in the NFC on the NFC side. Um, what were we? Uh, NFC South. Yeah, NFC South was. Yeah, I mean, obviously the Saints. That's big. Oh, I was talking. Uh, you mentioned Tendy. Uh, I will give it to him. Uh, I can, you know, I can't. I mean, I have technically more wins, but I have less wins from games played than he does so, I mean, this year. <laughs> and and I mean, I'm who knows? I may have won the other two games that got simmed, but you know that that's the way it goes so so you're you're banned from tendy hate for a couple podcasts yeah, yeah i think so I, I think i have to so sit, so sit, how about how about out for now so how about that um besides tendy uh the two divisions that would be sending three playoff teams is afc west and nfc south uh did we see that coming i uh, mean they're definitely uh, two of, i would say two of the three or four I mean, what other division? I would say the AFC East and the NFC North are probably the only other two, right? That you that we would think might have a chance. Yeah, North I mean, was closed last year. Yeah, that's probably that's probably it, really. Yeah, NFC I mean, yeah, East. They, if everybody plays to the top of the potential, but probably they all beat up each other and they all have bad losses. Like yeah, NFC East yeah, is possible, but like when you compare it to the other wildcard teams, it, it's tough. But yeah, so it's just interesting there. I mean. We all know the NFC South is, you know, full of talent. You know, Tendi, you know, I, I, but like I, we said this before, that Tendi being in this division is only going to make him better. And I think yeah. we're showing that. We're, we're seeing that. We're seeing him develop. I know Kunk mentioned in chat, he was like, how are you 2-12? and 12? Like, you played, you know, like you're a good, like a playoff team. You know, yeah. so maybe it's a... 
Yeah, we're seeing a lot of that all over the league. Uh, there's definitely a lot of uh, a lot more com- competition, and again, this game in general is different than you know every game is different every year. So there's always going to be you know some teams that struggle and some teams that do better than expected. And in general, this game I feel like creates more parity just because you know it's more based on you know overalls and it's not as much you know about not it's still a lot about user skill but definitely minimizes in some areas uh you definitely still want to have a a good team it'll help you out help you out a lot more in the long run and that's where a lot of these you know players who we expect to not do so well are starting to do a lot better and also just just being like you said just playing better competition makes you better and helps you learn and you know realize what is what you should do and what you shouldn't do and i feel like everyone is especially tendy and and some of the guys who have gotten better are, have been doing over the last few years and, and during the last few years of the last man as well all right can we get to the fun stuff now yes all right here we go we got the playoff matchups for season two with a side of cheese spread here we go Matchups as we have the seating, if the game's changed, whatever. But this is what we predict, um, essentially. Number seven seed Panthers going to Chicago to face the number two seed Bears. Number six seed Buccaneers going to Philadelphia to play number three seed Eagles. Number five seed Vikings going to San Francisco to play number four seed 49ers. Some interesting matchups here. Let's start with the Panthers and the Bears and maybe the game of the week right here. Yeah. Really great matchup. Um, well, let me just give a little uh, warning that these are all, like, once again, just like last year, completely off the top of my head. I'm never going to do prep for this. Um, so we're just going to do, and that's why they were so bad last year. <laughs> They're going to be bad again this year, I'm sure. Plus, Madden is so it's so much harder to predict than real life. It's unbelievably harder. None of you could do what I do. None of you. <laughs> Um, all right, so the Panthers barely squeaking in at the seventh seed, but really not because they're what? What was the record? Eleven. Uh, eleven. Yeah, he had a good game. I mean, games. that's crazy. He had like four though. games of cushion. It's eleven and five, and we're you know in the AFC, it's going to be an eight and eighteen. It was kind of the opposite last season. Um, yeah, the AFC was uh, had good records at the end, at the bottom. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if it has – I'm sure it has a lot to do with just the way the division's lined up and who played who because I feel like the AFC might have, you know, like guys like me, I feel like we, we propped up the guys in the NFC because I suck so much this year. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, all right, so Weasel versus Doe, definitely a spicy, spicy matchup, maybe the spiciest of this playoff. Um, yeah, that's, it's actually interesting. I think it's probably going to be closer than – you would expect. I would probably lean. Hmm. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say a flat seven for Weasel. Weasel so given seven. Bears, yeah, Bears minus seven. There you have it, folks. Bears minus seven. Um, man, I can really see Weasel losing, having her first round exit here. I know. I, I don't that. know. Some, some, some. Though yeah. I feel like though in the I past, think some people are gonna take that money. Or take that, take that bet. Yeah, getting seven points would be nice. Uh, man, there's a lot there. I mean, Doe seems to have figured something out over there in Carolina after a lot of struggles. I mean, Weasel is Weasel. You know, the Bears do what the Bears do. 
That's I, I would I'm not as confident in Weasel as most games for him. Man, I, I'm I'm really looking. For, I'm going to try to watch that one when they play. Man, yeah, it's going to be a great game. Um, do you want to save picking the games for us, uh, or do you want to pick them now? We can just do them after, right after because it'll just be easier and make more sense for people, listeners. Um, ooh, that's it's tough. I'm I'm gonna go with the. I'll still go Weasel. Um, are we doing to cover or just overall? We we could just do, for our purposes. We just do winners the because winners. Uh, because we'll we'll do it the next round, right? Like yeah. we usually do if you want. Yep. Um, so just we go, we go through through those quicker. Um, okay, so in case you missed it, Panthers versus Bears. Uh, cheese spread is Bears minus seven. We'll post this in chat. Don't worry. Uh, moving on. Number six seed well, Bucks. Oh, well, yours. You can do yours oh, too. Oh, sure, sure. my bad. Your just your prediction. I, I'm, I'm picking Panthers, man. Okay. I just think he won. He went one and done. That's this is my reasoning. He went one and done last year. I don't think he's gonna go one and one and done again. I do like the Panthers matchup, um, but I don't know if he has what it takes to keep up offensively and to hold Weasel down on defense. Yeah. Yeah. We still does have a ton of options and a ton of weapons, and that like that's his strength. I mean, yeah, he can go to Hayward, and, like every play, but once you start taking that away, he has three other guys that he can get no, to. I agree, but I feel like Doe is a he's, he's a seasoned a, vet, exactly, and he's yeah. a seasoned Madden vet that and knows he's the a game. Seasoned Weasel vet, and he, and he knows how to stop like the, the cheese. Time. He knows how to stop the cheese. He has his own cheese. You know, it's true. Like he, he, if there's anybody to do it in the early round, it's Dell, I think. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, He's gonna buy BLD's playbook for like twenty dollars. <laughs> number six seed Bucks versus number three seed Eagles. Eagles. We've talked about a lot. Buccaneers is a good story too. Ricky Bobby. Uh, what do we got here? Cheese spread. Uh, this is an, another interesting matchup. I like it. I like both these guys a lot. Like just as as people, like I really enjoy having these guys in the league like a lot. Like like Ricky Bobby is definitely becoming one of the like more outgoing people in chat, and I really enjoy his activity. Um, and same with Irish. He's definitely he's definitely taking a little bit of the opposite approach. A little more <laughs> a little more of the um, the antagonist to protagonist, if you will. But I, I do enjoy both those guys um, it, just in general. And, and I, I don't I, I don't have a rooting interest in this one because I, I don't know who I'd want to win. But if I'm choosing just based on, um, well, let's do the spread first. Um, I think definitely it's going to favor the Bucks. Um, I would say I think it'll, it'll, it won't be a blowout. Um, but it, I think it will be a pretty solid pretty solid win i'm gonna go eight and a half for the box box given eight and a half um and, and I'm, I'm probably gonna take the favorite but i do think it could I, I could be wrong and and just just in general i think it could be closer than the eight and a half in which and, if i was taking this spread, i would take eagles but i think i would i'm gonna have to take the the bucks for this one it's just <laughs> But but he he plays up to the good people, and I'm not. We haven't really seen him being favored in the playoffs too much. Like he's usually the underdog, and he's coming, you know, and beating 
the better players, maybe not in the playoffs, but just in general, his big wins have always been against, you know, really good players. So I don't know if, how he's going to do against when, when he's a heavy favorite. And uh, just for context, Buccaneers and Eagles did play during the season this year. But final scores, Buccaneers 44, Eagles 28. Yeah. So, you know, was that 14 points, 12 points? Uh, yeah, I'm picking the Bucks too, just to win. Um, uh, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I think I'm rooting for Irish, but I don't know if he's good enough to beat Vicky Bobby yet in the playoffs. Uh, but you know, it could, I could be wrong. But yeah, I'm picking, it'll be I'm going a good Bucks. experience for him. Definitely, a, at least it feels like it, it, it's a winnable game. And, you know, he's not jumping in to face, you know, one of the elites right away necessarily. And, you know, Ricky Bobby at times can play that way. So it is going to be a tough matchup still. But, you know, it'll definitely be good to get some experience in the playoffs in general. I mean, I can tell you that it's it's a fun experience to have. And also, you know, it, it's what we play for. So, yeah, but we're, we're both going Bucks then. Yeah, I'm going Bucks. Yeah. Uh, Number we're going no uh, the last wild card game for NFC number five seed Vikings and, and this this game is the one that is the most volatile as far as it could change based on some of the games, um, but we're just going with like what it is right now. Number five seed Vikings versus number four seed Forty ers uh, This is maybe interesting, but uh, I think it's probably going to lean one way. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's that interesting actually. Um, I just I just don't see really Shane. Being able to, I mean, it's definitely possible, but I would give it maybe a 10% chance that he competes um, and maybe wins. But it's, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it definitely is unlikely. But once again, I feel like it's another situation where Vikings could uh, you know, actually, be overlooking not, his opponent. If, not if, to interrupt you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they, they did not play in a regular season this year, but uh, they did play in the playoffs last year in the first round. Final score is thirty-eight nothing Vikings. Yeah, I, I yeah I, I recall that one, and I believe I gave Vikings a heavy favorite in that one last year as well. And so I'm what's, do the uh, same. what's the cheese spread here? I don't think it's going to be thirty-eight, you know, or anything like that. But I mean, it, I, very well it could be. I'm not. It's. It's got to be. It's uh, got to be a good amount. I think it's right? definitely double digits. Now I, I would say sixteen and a half. Sixteen and a half. You heard it here first. Here, Minus folks. sixteen and a half for the Vikings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Minus sixteen and a half. I, I think I'm still taking Vikings, even with the spread there. Yeah, I we just don't. don't. We don't have to do the all, anyway, The but. only thing is, it seems like Shane has kind of figured out Kyler Murray a little bit, but I don't it think is, it's enough to overcome it. Yeah, Mickey's just too solid all the way around. But the only way I could see it is he's kind of. Just like going into it complacent and not really thinking that he has to do much to win, then it's possible that he can get hit in the mouth. But I don't think Mickey has is like that, and he's that's not you know typical for him to do that. So yeah, I think it'll be a pretty smooth sailing win for him. Okay, that's the uh, NFC wild card. Let's go ahead and lay out the AFC setup for you in the AFC. We have, well, let's go ahead. Uh, all right, so wildcard weekend for the AFC, the number seven Chiefs. This is all, I mean, I think we have basically talked about this, but 
for saying the Chiefs have the seventh seed, um, barring any other developments. Um, the Chiefs will play the number two Dolphins. Um, the number one seed is the Bengals getting a bye. The number six seed Patriots play the number three seed Raiders. The number five seed Chargers play the number four seed Titans. So those are the three matchups in the AFC wild card. All right, let's roll it out. Monkey versus Tillman, the first one. Seven versus two. Monkey has shown spurts of his older, better self at times, but definitely not enough to where I can even come anywhere close to saying he's going to beat Tillman. Um, that's just in general talking about the game. As far as the spread, it's going to be Tillman favored minus uh, – Tillman that, uh, that doesn't, isn't going to blow him out. I, I just don't see that happening because I, I, I just have a feeling. But also, he doesn't. He's not a guy who always is blowing people out. I'm gonna go minus thirteen. Minus Still kind 13. of a blow, Well, uh, for they did play in a regular season pretty recently, actually, um, in week sixteen last week. Um, Dolphins won thirty-seven to thirteen. Yeah. So I okay. think the similar score would be. Probably like, but you know, monkey, 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 like always has the potential to go off with that offense he has with the speedsters. But Tillman usually has the defense to shut it down. True. Um, so I, I don't really see monkey winning here at all. I think I'm taking. I think I'm taking dolphins even with the spread, but I'm taking dolphins to win. Yeah, same. I don't know if I would. I don't. I, I would be hesitant with the spread, but I think um, ultimately I might consider it, which means. A lot of if we're doing that, a lot of these, we probably need to probably need to up, bump them up. I guess. Yeah, I think. Well, maybe I have to adjust in the future. I mean, it's your call. No, but. no, I'm, I like it. I think it's good enough. I, you know, sometimes it happens and uh, you you get beat or you know, you know, sometimes it wins. We'll see. Um, all right, Patriots versus Raiders. I believe this was might might have been a rematch from last playoffs. Possibly. Um, but yeah, Roach versus Danny. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost pretty confident they played last year in the playoffs. Is, is that right? Do you know? Um, Patriots and Raiders? Yeah, I can yeah. check. Just keep talking. I can go check. Okay. Well, Danny, I'm thinking, is probably the clear favorite. He's still one of the better offensive players, if not, um, you know, top two in the AFC. Uh, his defense is still stacked, and he, he, you know he's got Simmons, and he's basically still the youngest team, like by far, which is wild. I mean, they're only going to get better. Um, so the fact that he's still playing at this level is actually still pretty impressive, given the fact that we know that overalls matter more this Madden. Um, but he's, his team is probably one of the weakest overalls of, of all these playoff teams, I would say. Um, you know, did you find it yet? You said playoffs last year, the Raiders yes. and Pats. Uh, Raiders beat Browns. I don't. Mm. That Daddy Leagues doesn't show mm. every single play. It, it depends if we update it, right? Because you know how playoffs uh, are with Daddy not, Leagues. 
It's not, I'm pretty sure they they played, but uh, they might not have. I don't know. Because someone yeah, that beat doesn't show. I mean, someone had to beat Danny. Was it unless it was? Because uh, I don't think it was Danny versus Sarve in the championship. The Patriots lost to Bills oh, in that I, first round. Did Bills beat? Them? So let's see. I'm I'm kind of hopping schedules here. Sorry, we don't have this prepared. Yeah. I we we gotta like track the fly out like playoff brackets. I know. I we, yeah, we should write them down. Oh, actually, it's probably on our Google Doc down here. I don't think so. Not. Yeah, because we did brackets. Oh, we, yeah, we did. Yeah, we had it on there. We probably have the schedule at least. We did the predictions, but it would no. It wouldn't have been Raiders wouldn't have played anybody till the conf, the conference championship because he played you. And yeah, they after me. <laughs> Raiders played Bills. Yeah, okay. I think. Right. I don't know. Sorry, folks. This is getting all right. Confusing. It doesn't matter. I didn't really. It, it was just. I, I don't think they played each other. One off. I don't think so either. Now, well, obviously they didn't because Bills beat the Patriots in the first round last year. So, um, I foresee another repeat of the Patriots going out in the first round. I'm going to give the Raiders a favorite here. Of, I don't know. I, I, I feel like most likely it's going to be pretty, pretty heavily favored. Like he's going to win big, but also I. Could also see being close. Um, they did play I'm gonna this year. Say, did they play? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Raiders won 65-30. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go... I, I, I can never go in the 20s. Like, I feel like that's too much, right? I mean... Yeah, but I feel I mean, like it's, it it's Madden, though. I'll go 20 and a half. I feel like it could be. Yeah, I'm going to go 20, minus 20.5. Minus 20.5. I, th- I feel like that's a good number. I don't, I don't think many people are going to comfortably take the Raiders. But also, they're going to be like, oh, he could be a, at 21 easily. 20. Um, okay. Who are you taking? Now, without the spread. This is, this over. Without the spread, I'm taking the Raiders. Danny's offense is just way too good this year. And his, his defense isn't bad either. But... Man, his really offense is just perfect. like I. Th- he's at the point now with that quarterback figuring it out that he. No, he's got Ian Palmer, right? Yeah. Um, rookie. It's just, I think he 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 can make a run to the ball this year. Um, I can so, see it. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm picking. It's rated easy. I'm I'm probably taking him with the spread too, but I'm take, take definitely taking um just in general. Okay, me as well. And then we got Chowder versus Sean Harper, Chargers and Titans, five versus four. I'm very intrigued by this matchup. Um, a playoff matchup between these guys. Don't think I would have ever thought of you know seeing this kind of matchup in the playoffs, at least you know, not for a while. But it's pretty interesting nonetheless. It's tough for me. I feel like this. I'm. 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 I know I might be insulting you, but I feel like it's going to be close. Um, I'm. I'm probably leaning for you as a favorite. I mean, I, I definitely am. I just don't know how much. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four and a half for you. Four. That's it. Wow. Yeah. I don't wow. Think, Four and I think a it'll half. be close. I think I could see it being a the, field goal the game. Disrespect. They want to go I know. The I, I'm not trying to disrespect you. I, just, I, your I, folks. Think, 
I think you're you might be overlooking him a little and underestimating. Uh, you know, he's he's been pretty solid. So what's actually funny is um, Sean Harper and I actually matched up last season in Hard Knocks in the playoffs over there, and uh, I, I blew him out. <laughs> but that's yeah. a lot of teams over there. My team's pretty good over there, but I, my team's on probably better than RML. Uh, I mean, I'm not overlooking him. I, I'm obviously going to play as hard as I can here, but I don't know. This, if this is a, if I lose, you rely. This, you rely on Lamar. It'd be rough. Way too much now. Well, against you, that was just that one game. I, I'll, I have a different strategy in the playoffs that you will see against um, people. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I'm definitely. I'm taking myself. I got to believe myself. Um, yeah. I'm taking myself with the spread too. Yeah, I think I'm. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna change the spread. You convinced me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go six and a half. Oh, six and a half. Yeah, I'm, there's not a whole lot of close games, so I'm gonna go six and a half. And I think that's a good spread because I'm, I'm gonna win by like five. Like people would take you. I feel like too many people would take you in the other one, and no, no one would take Sean. So I think now it's will be a better spread. All right, uh, I'm gonna overall pick you as well. I might, I might honestly have taken, I might take Sean with the spread if I was going to bet, um, but I don't have to. So, but yeah, I'll take the Chargers in that one. So all the, well, that's the only upset in the AFC. And then, what did we do? NFC, we picked a couple upsets. All right, let's go back to the NFC. Yeah, go back to the NFC, and we just quickly right, take so the next round. Yep, you can just jump right through them. Um, oh man, one of one of the best rivalries brewing. The second round would be the Bucks and Saints. Honestly, all four of these teams are is is a great matchup. Both matchups are amazing. Bucks and Saints and Vikings versus Bears. How crazy! Both teams, NFC South, NFC North, battling. Arguably, the four like th- those two rivalries are basically, I think, the best in in Madden right now and in, in our in RML. Um, Oh, that's gonna be interesting because Bucks kind of has BLD's numbers, BLD's number at times, but I just can't pick against him. Um, I'm still gonna have to go BLD. Mickey beat Weasel last year. I don't see it happening again. I'm gonna go with the favorites and go Weasel versus BLD in the NFC Championship game. And on your side, you go ahead and uh, your yours is would be Panthers, yeah, Saints, my- and. Mine is a little bit different because we picked different teams mm-hmm. uh, in the earlier rounds. And uh, let's see. So number seven Panthers, number one Saints. It's kind of interesting, I think. But I, th- I feel like BLD is kind of taking care of him every time they've played, I believe. I don't know. Let's check. What's uh, BLD's one loss this year? Let's see. Just quickly going to take a gander here. I wanna, uh, who did he lose to? Oh, he lost to Doe week 14. Wow. Ooh. 20 to 17. Awesome. Yeah, and that's when you know Doe started to get something figured out at the end of the season. Hmm. <laughs> I just no, nah, I'm going Saints here. Um, if this happens, Panthers versus Saints. I'm taking. I'm still. It's hard to bet against BLD. Uh, but my in my matchup would be Bucks versus Vikings, which is very interesting that one of those would be an NFC Championship because a uh, Weasel would be out because I predicted that Doe would beat him in the first round. Bucks versus Vikings. I'm not actually sure about. That's an interesting matchup, too. I say every match, but interesting, apparently. Uh, Bucks versus Vikings. I'm going to go with Mickey, number five Vikings. Um, so my matchup would be Saints and Vikings in the championship game. 
rematch. Oh, that? The NFC. Yeah. That's a rematch of last year's NFC championship. Yeah, I tried to against BLD. BLD going to the Super Bowl. Oh man, I I just want to do it pick against and just you know just because, but I just don't see Weasel really making the step this year. I think he will eventually this Madden. Um, at least get to a bowl. I just don't think it's going to be this season. I'll, I'll have to also pick BLD and the Saints to get to the Super Bowl. And then, all right, let's jump back over to the AFC. We have... No, did you write them out? You didn't write them out yet. <laughs> okay, mine is... Let's see, Raiders versus... That'd be the number one seed, right? Would be Raiders versus no, it'd be Raiders versus Dolphins. On oh, yeah, are you there? Are you help me out. Yeah, wait, hold on. Where, where are you going? The AFC. I, I'm, I'm having a hard time for you. For yours, your prediction. Yeah, who's right, my right who's my fourth team? Did I put it in the wrong place? Hold on. No, Sorry, it's, folks, we're, we're... Yeah. it's char- It would be Chargers versus Sarve. You versus Sarve and Raiders yes. versus Dolphins. Okay. Well, I'm definitely picking Sarv. Yep. Um, but I think you could put up a good fight, just like I usually do against Sarv. Uh, I just got to keep my composure. Yeah. Definitely. Which is very difficult versus Sarv for me. Yeah, the uh, yeah the, the, the bad blood between you guys has definitely started to boil. So that would be a very interesting and spicy matchup once again. Um, yeah, so I'd pick... Uh, Bengals and then the Raiders versus Dolphins, all classic once again. Danny versus Tillman. Ah man, at least it'll be a new matchup. I'm. Oh, that's really that's a really really tough game to pick. I don't see how. I just don't think Danny can lose right now. I'm gonna go Danny there. Sarv versus Danny for the AFC Championship. Mm-hmm. And then uh, let's well. Do we want to do yours, or do I need to pick that one? Yeah, you can, you can do yours. So don't get um, uh, I'm going to go a different matchup. I'm not going back-to-back Bengals-Saints. I'm doing Raiders. Raiders get to the Super Bowl. So you're doing it versus Saints? Yeah, you Danny. Had, you had to be able to do it. Yep. And um, so where would I... I'm going to have the same matchups as you. Same. Yep, Chargers versus... Uh, Chargers versus Bengals. I'm taking Bengals. Raiders versus Dolphins. Mm. I feel like Tillman can win that, but I, like you said, Danny's just like so hot now that it's hard. Somebody clipped that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a good clip, and um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go the same matchups as you, but I'm gonna still take Bengals versus Saints. So my one difference is gonna be Bengals in the Super Bowl again. So I'm gonna have the same Super Bowl uh, rematch yeah, as last fine. year. So, right. in case you missed it, folks, Cheese is picking the Raiders versus the Saints in the Super Bowl this year, and I am picking the Bengals versus the Saints, and who is winning the Super Bowl? Um, I'll, I'll go BLD and the Saints. But I think it'll be a good, uh, really fun matchup and a good, uh, another, cl- a lot closer like, like last year was. I think it'll be a nice, tight matchup. I am going to go with Saints. Okay. 
for I don't really have I don't know like those get their, their games come down to the they're water. Go so like, they're going to go back and forth every year. So uh, so hopefully I don't know. We say this every single year, but maybe this is the year that some a new lower seed. Comes in. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. Never will. Yeah. But at least we have different division winners this year. We have parity up until the last two or three months <laughs> of the year. Yeah, hey, that's all right. Um, man, we covered a lot of stuff today. Uh, this we podcast. absolutely did. It, it was it was a oh. You got really, uh, oh. anything else? I feel like there's well something. Done. I, I think um, we covered everything. Um, I think I think we're good. Yeah, not a whole lot else. Um, went, just, we went through everything. Yeah, off season's coming up after this. Um, should be should be another fun one. Definitely, hopefully, start to see some more free agents and a lot of trading. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is going to be on the block, just so everybody knows. Um, I'm not officially sold on trading him, um, but I do plan on hearing offers, and you know, I'm 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 open to making a nice big superstar uh, blockbuster. So. I, I someone come take this beast and use him properly, please. But until then, um, yeah, good luck to everyone in the playoffs. Good luck, Bradley. Um, hope you do well. I, I do actually mean that. I'm, oh, I, I will root for my boy when it's not against me or when I'm not in it. Um, but yeah, everyone else, enjoy the shows. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you guys next time on Cheese and Chatter, the RML podcast. See ya. Cheese and chowder. Whoops. Cheek, 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 chowder.